welcome to the Cafe Binge podcast. I have the most wonderful guest on the show today and the most fascinating conversation that we had that is totally high vibe and magical and spiritual and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. But first, I want to talk about Glow Binge. Glow Binge is something that I talked about in my last podcast when I was talking about intuitive skincare. And Glow Binge is an 11-day intuitive beauty online retreat. So Glow Binge is a course I created for the girl who wants to wake up her glow, to wake up her radiance, to find balance within her body, to reduce the stress in her body, to release the trapped emotions and trapped energy that blocks pathways in our bodies. If you guys listened to the last podcast, then you know how much I believe in this approach to beauty, how much I believe that beauty is an inside out system. So often we give away our power to external forces. We want the latest diet trick, the latest skincare products. We want the tricks and the tips that are outside of us. We read magazines, we look at Instagram accounts, and we're just trying to find something outside of us that will help finally fix us. We'll fix our body weight or our skin issues or just feeling out of balance and out of whack and just not at home in our body. But you guys, beauty happens inside out. And I've said it so many times. I'll say it a couple more times. I've found that when you get the inside right, the outside falls into place. It absolutely does. So this is something that I absolutely believe in. I believe in releasing trapped emotions, releasing toxicity from our body through our circulatory system, through our lymphatic system, through breathing techniques. I also believe in releasing limiting beliefs and negative narratives from our life because I think they just hold us back. I think what we believe, where our attention goes, energy flows. So whatever we believe, whatever narrative we believe, it kind of comes true. So why not believe a better narrative? Why not? So Glow Binge is just that. It is me teaching you the things that I've learned about beauty, about unblocking, about creating flow within my body, about creating balance within my body so that I can and did get to my natural resting point of wellness. Our bodies want to be well. Our bodies know how to heal themselves. They are these self-healing machines. They know how to do it. We just have to give them the space to do it in. So that's what Glow Binge is. It's an 11-day online beauty retreat, an intuitive beauty retreat where we really do tap into intuition. I tell you the tips that I have, the tricks that I have, and what's really helped me to tune into my intuition, to strengthen it, Because when you are tapped into your intuition, this like all-knowing source within you, then you truly can live intuitively. You can eat intuitively and like for the true essence of what eating intuitively means, like letting your spirit guide you through food, 
you can have an intuitive beauty practice. It opens up your world in so many ways you can imagine. So in Globinge, we are tapping into intuition and it's 11 days, two lessons a day full of audio, video, written (laughs) instruction. And it's been so cool, you guys. The course has been open for... I believe a week now and it's been so cool to see people signing up for it and their experiences with it and to see how connected and divine and synchronistic everything is because here's the thing about Globinge is that I've said this before but it doesn't feel like me it feels like Globinge is bigger than me And it's just something that I was able to tap into. I was lucky enough to be able to present to you all. But from the beginning, I knew that Globinge was bigger than me and that information was flowing to me for you guys, for the Glow Tribe, for people who wanted this course. And it feels like it's its own thing. Like Globinge is its own thing. So it's been so cool to see how the universe, how God has guided people to Globinge and their incredible stories about their healing through it. So yeah, Globinge is available until November 1st. So that is this coming Friday. If you're listening to it or listening to this, I should say the day that it comes out, you'll have a couple days left if you want to sign up. The course is 11 days, but you can take the course at your own pace. Once you sign up, all the material is yours. You can even download it next month in November. It's your information. It's an 11-day course, but I say take your time with it because I really, really, really want you to do the exercises that I offer. And I really wanted to hit all the points in the course from addressing the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, the spiritual body, and the energetic body. I wanted to really address all of these systems together because if you're able to find balance within each of these systems, they really can work very synergistically to create so much balance and harmony in the body. They all work together. They really, really do. So we do things on our physical body like lymphatic drainage, like circulation practices, body brushing, dry brushing, cold showers, like ice cold water therapy. We do guided meditations. We do a lot of mental work, shadow work, gratitude work. We do work with affirmations. We do EFT tapping. We do lots of breathing exercises. I'm a huge believer in expelling energy and toxins through breath and I really think it's a way to help wake up your soul so I do a lot of breath work this is something that's totally changed my life the past year and it seems so silly because it's just breathing but like breath is our most vital life source and when you can use it in a very strategic way magical incredible things can happen within your system i absolutely absolutely believe that to be true i've experienced it so you guys you have a couple more days to sign up for globinge a lot of people have asked me if it will be back and to be honest i absolutely don't know like i hope it would be because i put a lot of work into this but i knew when i was creating it i was supposed to leave it open for a little while open enrollment 
and then close it. And as far as releasing it again, I have no clue. Like, I honestly don't. More than anything, I just want to live intuitively day by day and, like, let my let my inner wisdom guide me. So I don't know. I hope it does, but I have no clue. I really don't. So the course is $222 or there's a payment plan of $111 um, and that's two monthly payments. And you guys, the course felt absolutely absolutely guided even down to the numbers the very synchronistic angel numbers of 222 of 111 I released the course on the 22nd at 7 11 p.m and the course is going to close on November 1st which is 111 and it's just been magical it's been absolutely insane to see how people have found it and what their stories have been. So if this is something that calls to you, if you feel the call, the ping to want to wake up your soul, wake up your intuition, wake up this glow within your body, because I fully believe that we all were born with this glow, with this radiance, with this light, with this vibrant, vivacious life force energy pulsating through us and then it gets dimmed and it gets blocked and we forget about it. We forget about who we are and what our power is and what our worth is and that we are absolutely created in divine light and love and when we remember that, our system remembers that and we radiate and we glow. So if this feels like this is something that you want to join in on, you want to join in on the Glow Tribe, which I've created a secret group, a space where we can all talk, all of these Glow Tribe members, and share our experiences and high vibe things we're loving. If this is something you want to be a part of, you have a couple more days to sign up. It ends on the 1st of November. So if you want to sign up, head to my Instagram Click on the link in my bio, the link tree there, and it'll have both options, both payment plans, the 222 or the two payments of 111. So come join our tribe if you feel if you feel called to it, if it resonates with you. I've said so many times before, but like I'm not interested in people being in the course who are not meant to be there. Like I honestly am not. I truly am not. I want people there who are meant to be there, and I absolutely trust that the universe is guiding each individual soul that's meant to be there, that's ready for this information, that's open-minded enough and able to receive this. That's who I want in the course. So if this is like lighting you up a little bit and sending a little ping to you, just follow it. Just stay curious, stay open, and you can see where it leads to. So I'm excited to get into the show today i have this most magical guest on the show and the way that we met was very synchronistic as well this was months ago this conversation was months in the making i had someone reach out to me and ask if i would be willing to have a medium on the show And this medium was someone that this person who contacted me knew and talked about her incredible gift of mediumship. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you don't know what a medium is, they're often called psychic mediums. And a medium is someone who has a gift to be able to communicate with non-physical entities, I would say. So communicating with angels, communicating with spirits who have died, communicating with any type of non-physical entity or spirit. 
And they have gifts usually of like clairsentience, clairvoyance. Um, the guest that I am going to be interviewing today has the gift of clairaudience, which means that she hears something in her head. And this is a gift that is so beautiful to me, is absolutely so beautiful for me to be a part of because this is something that I totally believe in. I believe we're so connected so 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 divinely connected to the non-physical side to god to our angels to our spirit guides and to our ancestors that have gone before us i absolutely believe this 100 percent and so i was really excited to have the guest on the show today her name is dylan adams and like i said this conversation has been months in the making absolutely months in the making and it's been so completely divinely guided the whole time she and i have both had crazy years before us and we were both just very confident that when the conversation was meant to happen it would happen and it was absolutely guided I remember the first time we emailed our communication. I think one of the messages came in at exactly 111, which is an angel number that I love. And angel numbers are something that Dylan talks about, which I love because angel numbers have been something that have come to me for a couple years to now and something that I just couldn't figure out. And it wasn't something that I was making up. It was like, why am I seeing 11 and 11 everywhere? Like 11, 11 is everywhere and I don't know why. And I remember being so confused and Googling it. And then this whole world opened up to me about angel numbers, but like I just thought I was going crazy for a second. But anyways, we talk about angel numbers. We talk about how to receive messages from divine guidance, from your spirit guides, what angels send to you to communicate with you, signs they send. And it's really cool because I get to ask Dylan a lot of questions about how she came into this gift and she channels a message for you guys, for the collective whole of the Cafe Bench podcast. So if you're listening to this message, if you're listening to Dylan's channeling from these angels, then trust that the message is for you. Be open to the insights, the pings that you get And trust that, yeah, you were guided here for a reason and it's all meant to be. So I'm very, very, very excited to introduce you to Dylan Adams. This conversation is absolutely magical and it was such an honor to talk to her and to hear this divine channeled message. So let's get into the show. Okay. Dylan, I am so excited to talk to you. Yeah, me too. This is really sweet. Okay, well, Dylan, thank you for being on the podcast. This is exciting. Like, this is like a long time coming conversation where, (laughs) I mean, it's just going to happen exactly when it's meant to happen. But yeah, for like months or maybe just a couple months, I don't know. We've been going back and forth and wanting to talk and you've had a crazy Mm -hmm. life and moving and I had... A crazy life, so I'm excited to talk to you. So, for everyone listening, I just want you to tell a little bit about you. And then we can kind of talk about your spiritual gift. (laughs) All right. So, I mean, like, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, let's just start with how do you title your spiritual gift? Um, I would say like a spiritual medium as what I feel like most comfortable with. Um, It's something that 
it's a really difficult thing because um, before I realized that I had that gift, I didn't believe in that kind of thing. And so it was really weird. um, And I felt very shy and embarrassed. And I, and when I realized that it was this really light and loving thing and, um, you know, I had God attached to it. It was really important for me. I wanted to make sure that it was known to be just that, not a darker, you know, mm-hmm. um, seancey thing, but that it is working purely with the light. And spiritual medium for me seems to be the best thing <laughs> to kind of explain that. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And I totally get that because I think a lot of times when people hear the word like medium or channel or even like psychic or anything that seems very like woo-woo or mystical or like people would label as like a cult. I don't know. People just immediately are like, ooh, that's like, that's dark. That's not, I don't know, especially mm-hmm. people who are very religious minded. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think it's absolutely infused with light and love and like through yeah. God. And I think Yeah, there can be, there's like a shadow side to everything. So I get why people think that. But um, so yeah, I'm very curious about this. So when did you first notice you had this gift? Um, So I guess there's been signs of it um, since I was little, but I didn't know until I was 23. Um, And so it was this, it was a very gradual thing. It started to kind of creep up or I guess like get more intense um, Mm -hmm. as time went on. Um, and originally I thought I was going crazy. I was, I mean, full on. Went Why to did doctors. you think that? Because you were like hearing voices or what? Yeah. So the way that it kind of started out, it was small things over time, but, um, so it's not like hearing voices. It's very different. Um, there's no actual voice, but it's, it's like, if you were to say, if you were to tell your mind right now to say hello, mm-hmm. just in your mind. Um, if you close your eyes and just say hello, just in your mind, you can hear it. You can hear that yeah. word come through, but there's not an actual voice attached to it. It's a thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I call it a voiceless whisper. Mm-hmm. And, and so you can hear, that's what it sounded like was, was these thoughts that were, that had words, you know, but they were these little snippets of like a sentence that would come through as I was doing something mindless, like folding clothes or showering and, and it was in the back of my mind and, and there would be moments where I was like, wait, why did my head just say that? That, that does, that didn't come from me. Like, why would I be thinking about that? I, you know, yeah. and, and it would also be like, while my other thoughts were kind of doing their own thing. So it was really odd and I was kind of concerned about it. Like what, you know, and uh-huh. I'd had no experience or knowledge or study on anything of, you know, gifts or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it was it was this really small things like that. What did the medical community say? Like when you went to doctors, were they like, yeah, you're fine or what? Yeah. So I went to um, doctors that, so my assumption was that it was schizophrenia. I, I had never, you know, I didn't know that much about schizophrenia, but I thought, okay, I'm hearing other, you know, quote unquote voices in my head that I don't seem to have any connection to. So it must be that. So when I went to the doctor with this, they're like, okay, let's talk about your symptoms. Let's go through this list. And the, uh, the, they were, the, basically at the end of it, it was, you're not showing any other signs of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And what you're explaining is not typical of somebody who has experienced voices or delusions or things like that. 
Um, and so they, they would not diagnose me with schizophrenia. Um, what they did say was this sounds to be like maybe you're having high anxiety, racing thoughts. Um, but I was like, but I'm not even anxious at all. Like, you know, like this doesn't feel I'm not, I, I was a little bit stressed and worried about maybe having something. Yeah. You know. if it's schizophrenia, that could change things a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was just weird and confusing and I felt like I had just nowhere to turn. Like I was like, I have no idea what's going on with me. I don't know what this is. I don't know anyone who's experienced anything like this. And it gradually just got more and more intense um, over time. And the voices got kind of, uh, I always say voices, but I don't, you know, I don't know what to call them, but. The silent they, whisper or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> voiceless whisper. Oh, the yeah. voiceless whisper. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, over time, they would just, yeah, they would get clearer, more um, precise and, and like they would come through because so- sometimes it's more fuzzy sounding and harder to distinguish what word is being said. Other times it's, you know, crystal clear. So it was kind of like that. It just got stronger over time. Yeah. Did you notice Um, like what were most in the beginning, what were most of the messages about? Did it have to do with like spiritual topics or was it just about random things? Oddly enough, no, it was because it was just these snippets. It was more um, just comments. Um, I had a friend that had a rash on his back and he was showing it to me and he was like, I don't know what this is. And just a random life moment. Right. And Mm -hmm. nothing crazy is going on. Um, and he's like, you know, I think I've got something, uh, I must've like brushed up against some leaves or something. And I heard that I heard a voice and I say, he's having an allergic reaction. And, uh, and, and it was like one of those moments where it kind of just crept through. And I was like, you know, so it was just random things like that, you know, commenting on, on life and weird moments and, and things like that. So yeah, just yeah. at first it wasn't anything spiritual. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until um, I had been, they had put me on medication for these like quote unquote racing thoughts, right? To mm-hmm. see if it would calm down because I was so stressed about it and didn't help. They didn't take it away and maybe took away my anxiety a little bit, but I hated it. It like just doled me out. Oh, I and, cloudy. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I just felt like a shell of a person. And so eventually... It was two, let's see, it was two years, I think that, let me think about this. There was a period of time that I was on this medication and trying to just ignore whatever was going on because I honestly thought that it was just my brain being weird and Mm -hmm. still had, nobody could tell me, you know, exactly what it was. And, you know, just when they would come through, I would just try to block it out and ignore it and not pay attention. And one day... Um, I got really curious. I decided to get off this medication. I'm, I'm a musician. And so I couldn't even, I had no passion for playing anymore. I couldn't play guitar. I couldn't, I didn't even want to listen to music. It was just horrible. So I got off the medication and I, you know, I had a friend ask me one time, well, what if you're like gifted? You know, what if this is more than just, you know, you being crazy? Have you ever tried to talk back? Have you ever tried to like ask them anything? Right. Yeah. And I was like, no, never, never. And, you know, and I just thought, like, why haven't I? You know, it was kind of scary. And I, I yeah. maybe was scared of what would come back if, you know. What and did you I think it was? Like, what was scary about it? What? 
Um, I, I don't know. I didn't at the time have any religious beliefs. I was not, um, I was raised in a Mormon community, but I did not attend church. Um, I was baptized into the Mormon religion, but I, I would only go here and there every so often, um, with friends or family members and things like that. But I did not ever, yeah, I just never was brought up in any religion that I followed. And so I was, I believed that there was a God wasn't, you know, it was just kind of an agnostic thing. Like, you know, I suppose there's something out there. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I wasn't sure what was going to come back. I didn't believe in people who had gifts. And in fact, I thought they were ridiculous. It was like, oh, you're, you're using people <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, and then take money from these poor people. And I, I thought it was just the biggest sham. Um, and so I guess, yeah, maybe I was afraid of what would come back because I just didn't have any clues. Like there's so many possible things that could happen. Um, but so I, one day I decided to just try. Um, and, and so I, I went home and was home alone. I sat down at my computer. I opened up a word document and I wrote down my question and it was just essentially something stupid. Like, you know, I'm hearing (laughs) these things in my head. I don't know what they are up to this point. I feel like it's probably just me being crazy in case I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, who is this? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a moment of silence. I remember waiting and listening and like, you know, your mind can funnel through so many thoughts at once. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? This is so dumb. Nothing's going to happen. And then boom, something cut through my thoughts that was so loud. And it says, <laughs> it said, we are, we are angels of God. Um, I have who you've been here. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who you've been listening to, are, um, we are angels of God, and we want you to know that we're here with you at all times, that we love you um, unconditionally, that God, the Creator, um, loves you, He made you, and every hair on your body to Him is perfect and divine, and you have a gift, and we're here to help you learn how to use it. Um, so it was, I mean, at that moment, you can imagine. I I sat and typed everything out as they were saying it, and it was so hard because my fingers were shaking, my yeah. heart was pounding in my chest because it was the last thing on earth I would ever think to happen, you know. Um, especially because you know I believed in God, but I did know. I mean, to think of angels and being able to you know them to talk, it was like. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That was just so bizarre. And Sometimes I think it can happen like that for a person who doesn't have any preconceived notions about what it should be or could be. And I think sometimes right. when people – I not that it can't happen to someone who is like overly religious, of course, but sometimes I think when we don't know – we're this like open vessel, right? Because we don't have a story about how it should be. So then it is just more able to flow through as it is, right? Yeah. So because, yeah, that's- yeah, you didn't know. So it could just come however it needed to come. Whereas someone else who had the story of how it would happen or should happen, it, it I just feel like it would block it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've always been so grateful for that. Um, because now I, I have a firm faith, a firm belief in God and angels um, without a doubt, and nothing could shake that for me. Um, and I love, I love more than anything that it came directly from that source. And mm-hmm. because if, yeah, like if they had, if they had come at me with this and I had already had these beliefs set in place, who would know, like you would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to trust in my experience at all. I would be like, 
you know, well, that's something I've heard before at church. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe my mind is just creating this thing and I'm totally crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. but because there were so many things where they would say something and then I would later find it in a scripture and I'm like, holy crap, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because they, you know, it's like, oh, this is so scary. Like there's moments where it literally, even after these, you know, years of, of talking to them, uh, it's, it's still, I have moments where it becomes hyper real, where they'll say something and then later on it's confirmed in the weirdest way. You know, they say something that I, there's no possible way I could know. Um, and then, yeah, like, and, and it just always just knocks the wind out of me. And it's like that moment where my eyes open and I kind of look around the room like, holy <laughs> crap, like you're really standing here. It's so weird. Uh-huh. It's, it's, I'm still not used to it. I don't know that I ever will be, but it's, yeah, I'm really great. I'm really glad that I didn't have anything to go off of beforehand for sure. Absolutely. So that moment sitting down, like the first day that you decided to ask Mm -hmm. what it was, what they were, what happened after that? Like, did you stay there and ask more questions? Did you just kind of sit with it? What was the trajectory after that? So I let them talk and and I kept listening and I kept, you know, they kept writing and they talked about that, you know, that I had a purpose, that there was a, you know, a reason for me um, opening up to this gift at this time. And, you know, before it was about a month or two beforehand that, that I had decided to sit down and, you know, ask these questions. And I was hearing one thing repeatedly, which was wake up, mm-hmm. wake up. And that scared the crap out of me at the time. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I mean, like, am I in a coma actually though? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is this life in my like, you know, is, am I really like, wake up, I'm awake. What does that mean? Yeah. It started to make me feel like, you know, questioning reality. So it was like, they had just sat there and explained that there's, you know, this wake up call that, you know, you wake up to an, you know, actual reality, which is that there's so much more going on. You know, you're being called to, to rise up and stand and and speak your truth. And, And this was the beginning of me learning that. And figuring out what my truth is. And and that's, I think what they were starting to explain. Um, and this me just like, like eyes as big as moons, like, just like, what is happening? Trying to understand all of it. But at that point, um, I had a boyfriend and who, you know, I wasn't, uh, religious. He wasn't religious. Um, I don't know that he even believed in God. And so, um, I, you know, at the beginning, it was like I listened for a while, but it began to trail off, which it does happen. Like, it's almost kind of like you lose energy and, and you can't hear any like uh, as clear anymore. It just starts to kind of get quieter and quieter and your brain has a harder time. It's it's a weird muscle that you have to use and build up. It's really strange. Um, but so it kind of trailed off and I couldn't hear him anymore. So I just stopped. And, and then at that point, uh, I waited for my boyfriend to get home and I went to him with this thing and I read it and he was like, okay, okay, read that to me again. (laughs) So I read it to him and he was just perplexed and he knew me. We'd been together for years and he was like, I have no idea what to make of this, but he, uh, he didn't, I don't know that he really, he wasn't really sure. You know, I don't know that he really believed, believed. So it was definitely, um, was it scary to show him that? Or not I mean, really? not really. It was, it was kind of like, we just were, we knew each other really well. So I wasn't, 
but he also knew that I'd been seeing, you know, these doctors trying to figure out what this was. You know, I talked about it a lot. Like, you know, we were best friends at the time. So it was like, you know, I, I shared things with him. Um, and, and so for me to come to him with this, it was like, I know he's going to know that, like, I don't talk like this. I wouldn't make anything up. He knows that I'm not some fabricator of, you know, stories. And, um, so, but he, I think it, for him, it was, okay, this is either legitimate or my girlfriend's crazy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, uh, we need to get you on somebody. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, I think he didn't know what side of the coin to, you know, to take on that. Um, so yeah, I, I, at that point was just fascinated. I, I was scared. Um, but I also wanted to, to talk more. Mm -hmm. And, and so I found from that moment on that there were like days of me just repeatedly sitting down at the computer and trying to listen and hear what would come back. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing (laughs) that. Oh my goodness. Um, do you feel so I I'm bringing this up because I feel like there's a lot of people not that have this gift, but that this same message of like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Do you feel like that's kind of like this mass shift in society Mm -hmm. right now? And especially I think women, I feel like Mm -hmm. I have so many women messaging me all the time that it's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Do, does this voice that you hear, does it say anything about that, about this time of like awakening? Yeah. um, There's a lot about, um, I'm going to try really hard because I've, I've heard a lot of things, um, from like other people, from the internet, from whatever. So I, I want to try to, to stay specifically with what I've heard from angels, um, and not mix that up. Um, they've talked about that, you know, there are movements happening, um, where, where there's a new kind of dawn um, going on right now. There's there's this there's people of light being put on the earth. You know, light workers, yeah. um, as you could say, and that we're here for a reason. And and that man is changing. There's um, the goal is is for the earth to be composed of more light. You know, and so that these there's these um, souls being sent down from heaven that are here to to kind of um, wake up to another, another reality that, that, you know, there's love and light to give, to share, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and learning these new principles of giving and gaining and, and, you know, um, faith and, and being able to just be at peace, to have, um, to live in a realm of kind of heaven on earth. And, and so I think that that's something that they've, talked about a lot I know that there's people who are waking up with more gifts left and right and and maybe it seems that way I'm not sure if it either seems that way because it's now more accessible with the internet to hear you know and, and people are more open about it um or if maybe it's always been there I don't know but yeah there's definitely a lot of people who are waking up to they're realizing I am a light worker I am somebody here who's filled with light who wants to give to share to help to be of service in some way mm-hmm. or you know waking up to gifts and um, waking up to just a new awareness of themselves being more self-aware more um, interested in in spiritual things and you know I don't know um yeah definitely there is something that 
with that that we have talked about or I've heard them say. So yeah. I think there's something changing, something happening on the, in the world. And I'm not totally sure what it is, but yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, And the other question I have is a lot of people I know, because it can feel scary, like you were saying in the beginning of your story, like it can feel scary to tap into gifts that you maybe don't know what they are, but you have a sense of. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. How do you, how do you, I don't know, I guess, how do you not be afraid? And I think a lot of people are also afraid of the shadow side of it and maybe tapping Mm -hmm. into something that's not of light and love. And people may be afraid of like seeing things or hearing things or I don't know, like I know for me, a lot of stuff comes to me at night. And so for a lot of my life, I was really afraid of sleeping at night. And now I'm not, but I know a lot of information comes to me at night. But I have, I know people and I have friends who it's like kind of that same thing of like they want to exercise this muscle that they have, but they also know Mm -hmm. that maybe there's that reverse side of it that they could tap into something else. So have you ever experienced anything with like hearing a negative voice or maybe knowing how to set boundaries or what's your experience Mm -hmm. with that? This is, yeah, this is actually my favorite topic. This is what I feel really um, almost called to, to help people with because yeah, when, when this happened to me, I was completely alone and I really didn't have any friends at the time. I didn't know anybody who'd ever gone through this and I had people on like the, the people in my life that I did have to, to call on for, you know, advice all had different belief systems, all had different ideas of what was happening, um, what to do about it, whether to be happy about it, accept it, or to be afraid of it and turn it off. And so it was the biggest struggle of my life to get through this because there were times when I was absolutely terrified and I, I mean, was so confused. The confusion was unreal and I didn't know what was real, what was not, what was bad, what was good. Um, and now that I've kind of gotten through to the other side, yeah, like I, I feel super passionate about helping people get through that because if I had just had somebody who'd been through it to be there to ask questions, like, yeah, it would yeah. have changed everything, you know? So, um, my advice, number one, God is real. God is loving. God is everything. And he is the answer or it's whatever God is to you. Um, uh, the answer, um, to pray is the best advice I can give you. Um, you can pray in any manner of ways, but just to be able to like ask for help because that's your number one like lifeline right there. All of the help I ever received, all of the times when I was literally like just could not handle things anymore and I, I was scared, didn't know what to do, like a hand reached out to me every time I asked for one. There was never a moment that I was left struggling and like maybe a moment where I was left struggling for just a moment because that was a lesson I had to get through on my own, but just temporarily, you know, and then boom, help came. And so that's number one. Um, number two, yes, I, I definitely have had moments where, um, I've had scary moments. Um, but the one thing, so when I, when I first started talking with these angels, as I said, I was not a religious person. Um, I was drinking and, um, I was on this medication that my doctors had prescribed for me, which if a doctor prescribes it for you, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm supposed to be on this. And, you know, you trust your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
they kind of helped me. They were, they were like, listen, you know, you don't need these things. Um, you're, you're, you know, you're perfect just as you are, but also they, they wanted to let me know that, um, drinking things like drinking in excess or, you know, that kind of thing or abusing anything, any kind of drugs, drinking, um, uh, taking even like medications that are prescribed, even if the doctor prescribes them to you, but it's too much for your body to take, like these things can attract, um, like a lower, like basically they lower your vibration, your frequency. It brings you down. Yeah. And so now you're at this level where something else at that level is, can interact with you just point blank. Like you are now more open to darker forces. Um, so for me, I, you know, I would have these scary experiences. Like if I, um, you know, if I was like sleeping, um, or like if I was sleeping after I'd been drinking, let's say I'm like laying, laying in bed, I would hear voices that were like not so nice. They would, you know, be taunting or rude or um, and and I would have to just try to tune that out. And so I learned through um, just kind of, a you know, that just to 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 live my life in a way where, you know, I'm not like paranoid about, you know, I can have a glass of wine here and there if I want to and know that it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, but I can also know that like, I'm not going to sit and, you know, like, I don't know. And basically I'm just going to live my life in a way where I'm not attracting that kind of thing where I stay kind of light, you know, I'm healthier, my body's happier, that kind of thing. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to kind of stay away from saying like, you know, there's one right way to do this. Cause I, I don't feel that that's the case, but I feel right. like intuitively you yourself are going to know, like I'm doing this as a self-sabotage or I'm, I'm doing this and it's not great for me. And I know that everybody's different. Right. Yeah. And using things as like a vice of wanting to like <laughs> numb out, like I don't want right. to feel this. I'm going to like use food or any kind of like addictive things or a compulsive activity. Right. right um, yeah. And I think it's also just, I, I had talked about this on Instagram once that it's hard coming from a religious background because you moralize everything of like, this is good, this is bad. And I feel like that creates a lot of shame. And for me, it's less about that and more about like, okay, is this high vibe or low vibe? Like, is this Mm going to like raise me, like raise my frequency or is it going to lower it? And it's anything. It's like food. Like, is this like low vibe food? It's not even that it's like, this is unhealthy. It's fattening. It's like, no, we're not doing that. It's not anything like shame based, but like, is this low vibe, high vibe? So yeah, I totally resonate with that, that yeah, yeah, you can enjoy your life. You can do whatever, but yeah, you internally know like, okay, is this like serving me or is this, I I think it's that is a crutch. Yeah. It's like that internal gauge you have. Everybody has that kind of compass, that moral, um, even just intuitive it's intuition, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. So I think, just staying with that and making sure that you're not, yeah, deviating from that path as far as like what you know to be light and good for yourself. And Right. Yeah. So do you feel like your best method is just to like, okay, um, like just to not give that negative energy any attention or is it, do you ever like converse with it of like, listen, like you're not welcome here. Like we're not doing that. That's a good question. Yeah. So I, my method I suppose is like whenever that does happen, it's immediately no responding, no responding. Don't acknowledge it. I just immediately stop listening. I tune out. I, I say a prayer. I ask for protection. I ask for comfort and, and, and like a feeling of, you know, 
like not being afraid, I guess, to take away that, you know, and most, yeah, just that protection. And I leave it alone. I don't use and my gifts. I, I just walk away from it and I go and I focus on something that's positive for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I skateboard, so maybe run, go out for a skate or, um, you know, there's something, something that's just good for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, there's, I would say anytime you give it whatever it is that you're uncomfortable with, anytime you give it any amount of energy, it's just going to get bigger, worse, reel you in some way, you know, you're just giving it more of yourself. And I think, yeah, the best thing to do, tune it out, go do something else. Yeah, I think so too. Like where attention goes, energy flows. So like stop giving it your attention so energy doesn't flow to it. Yeah. Um, Cool. Okay, so you can give people readings or you get information for other people. Um, mm-hmm. When did you start practicing that or flexing that muscle to be able to like intentionally tap in and like receive information for people? Um, so it took me a long time to even get to a point where I could trust my gift at all. I could trust uh, where I could trust the angels I was speaking with. I was really afraid that it was something darker manipulating me. I had a lot of people saying like, hey, you know, be careful. There's some people who believe that like this is wrong and it goes against God. And um, but the messages were so pure and loving, you know, that I was like, and they were so helpful and comforting to me and just filled with light. And it was the first time I'd really felt peace like that in my life. And, And it was always telling me to just pray, like, don't ask us. Like, we're just messengers of God, like go to God. Right. Mm -hmm. So it took me a long time, even after that, to convince myself to even trust it, to even believe in God, to believe in angels. Um, and so it, it, it was, yeah, it was quite a process of continually like just praying and getting stoked on it and then getting totally unstoked and just like, Mm. you know, freaked out and not trusting it. Um, eventually it was when I started to see that my life was beginning to change in a very positive way because I was listening to the guidance they gave me. Um, they once told me at the very beginning, they said, I said, how am I supposed to know that I can trust you? And they said, first thing, go to God, ask God specifically. Don't ask anybody else. You just rely on your answers from God. Um, but the second thing was, uh, they talked about, planting a seed that faith is is like planting a seed and they said that um you know when the only way to know if a seed is a good seed is to look at the fruit that it produces Mm -hmm. and they say eventually you'll be able to look back on your life and you'll see the fruit that these seeds that we're planting here um Mm -hmm. are good seeds that they produce good fruit and that's the only way to tell in life if anything is you know is good or bad and so besides god's answer of course so then it was, I started to notice that when I started to notice that, you know, it was producing really good things. I was like, okay, like this is something I can now kind of look into more seriously. Um, also, you know, it took a long time for that muscle to, to get to a point where it was like, not choppy or, you know, not fuzzy. And, you know, I'm interpreting words incorrectly um, even, yeah, just kind of things coming in a lot simpler, smoother that I, you know, felt like, so what, so what's like, I remember asking one day, what's the purpose of me having this gift? Can like, 
can I help other people in the way you're helping me? Being like the person that I am, I've always, since I was a kid, just been super geared towards service. I've always just, I mean, my heart just swells at the the idea of seeing somebody else feeling loved, feeling accepted, feeling comforted. Mm -hmm. And so to see these things in myself, especially because I, I struggled so much in life before I had this, you know, thing happen, to see that those things were being smoothed over, that I was healing, that I was growing. It was like, how can I help somebody else experience this? This is incredible. All this, you know, this, all this healing that's going on. And, and so they said, yeah, like, that's part of your gift is being able to, um, like, it doesn't come from you, you would be receiving a message as you receive your own and it would, but you would hand it over to somebody else and we would talk to them Mm -hmm. and through you, you would be somebody, you know, you would be the person that hands that off. And I was just like, you waited. I was like, Oh, like that's incredible. That's what I want to do. And it was Mm -hmm. like, it fits so perfectly with my passion for that, you know, like to be able to give that it's like, what more could I ever want in life? Mm -hmm. And and so, yeah, so when, uh, when that happened, it was like, okay, I'm obviously not just going to go. I was very, um, like, I did not trust myself. It, that's another huge aspect of, of this gift is, is my struggle to trust myself. I'm always like, I'm nowhere near good enough to be <laughs> doing what I'm doing. You know, like, I, I have this whole perfectionist thing about it where it's like, you know, I want to be better. I want to be, you know, so it, it took a lot of just baby steps, right? So I, I remember I called my sister and I didn't tell anybody about this for a long time. I think I told my mom and my dad and they both had very different ideas and feelings about it. Um, so I went to my sister who was like a good neutral for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, and I told her and she immediately, it was the coolest thing. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I believe you. I totally believe you. And I love this. And like, I want to hear more. And, you know, and she was so supportive. And that was the first kind of ounce of that real support that I'd had. And so um, I'm so grateful for her. I have to just say she um, is she's awesome. But uh, so yeah, I I said, can I ask really quickly, were your parents religious? Um. They were, I think they were both raised in the Mormon religion, but they both um, left, I think, at different times. Yeah. Not necessarily left, just became inactive. Yeah. Is that how you say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, they still had a belief in God and, like, obviously right. in some type of spiritual, I don't know, right. aspect just because they were freaked out a little bit or they had a story yeah. about it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think they, they both have gone through periods in their life where – beliefs had changed and, you know, and they just kind of have gone down their own paths. I think my, my dad, um, is more, you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure exactly where his beliefs lie, but I will say that he's very interested in, in the idea of enlightenment and, um, you know, very interested in Jed McKenna, um, and things like that. My mom, I think, falls more in line with the Mormon beliefs, even though, like, she's she goes to church now. I think she is active, uh, but she's been back and forth her whole life, and um, so yeah, it they very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm really happy that you had your sister. I feel like just having someone that's like, I believe you, like, 
Yeah. Is oh it, my God. it helps you to just be like, okay, like I'm, this is okay. Mm-hmm. And like to be able to start trusting yourself a little more to be mm-hmm. like, okay, just to have one advocate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, it, I can't even tell you that's huge. And it taught me so many things have taught me so many lessons throughout this journey with this gift. But that was the first moment where I was like, how big is that? That feels that changes everything for me to have that validation. And mm-hmm. I want to be that for somebody else, you know, and, and how many times have I judged somebody else and thought like, man, like Mm -hmm. this person's nuts or whatever. And, and didn't make them feel, you know, accepted and, you know, so yeah, I mean, definitely, it was a big one for me. And so I I was like, okay, listen, I'm like, can I try this out on you? I have no idea what's going to happen. Don't laugh if (laughs) if it's like the weirdest thing. Don't, and don't tell me anything about what's going on in your life right now. I really want to test this out and see if it is all at all accurate. Um, and so she was like, yes, absolutely. Please go one, two, three, go. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. do it right now. And so, yeah, I, I sat down with, um, well, not with her. I was actually in Canada at the time. So we were pretty far apart. Um, and she didn't tell me anything. I just sat down and listened, got a message through, and literally my hands were shaking, like didn't, I was so afraid to read it to her, but I had to know, I had to test it out to see if anything would come of it. And sure enough, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, she was like, yep, that's spot on, that's spot on, this is spot mm-hmm. on. And always there's, with the messages that I get, there's, there's room for error, like I'm not perfect. And so there are times when I'll miss, hear something or like, yeah, hear something incorrectly. Um, so there's gonna be moments and in that one, same thing moments where it's like, I don't really know about that so much, or, you know, I'm not sure what that's saying. Sometimes it can happen where they, they talk a lot about that angels have eyes that can see backward and forward in time simultaneously. Yeah. It's not linear. Right. And so sometimes what's super weird is I'm only starting to understand this now is that there's been times even for me where they say something and I'm like, that is not happening right now. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so I just kind of disregard it. And then it's, you know, a month later where exactly what they were talking about in this message happens and it immediately comes to mind and I'm like, holy crap. Uh (laughs) Like, oh, wow. And I started to think if all those moments, you know, maybe where, where it was in somebody's message where they're, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not sure about this part. I wonder now if, okay, maybe that's going to relate to something later, you know, Mm -hmm. but there is, yeah, I mean, who knows, but it was a, it was an exciting moment for me when, when I got that back from her. And, and so at that moment, it was like, I just felt driven to, to keep practicing, to keep trying. And because, yeah, I mean, if at the end of this, if I, you know, can do this for other people and bring this love and comfort, I remember, um, she, she cried when, when she read it, she felt that like love and comfort and, um, it was huge for me. It was like, I want to give this to everyone all the time. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. it's cool that the gifts that we have and the things that like bring us so much joy always go hand in hand, right? Especially if they can make a cool career. It's like something that lights you up and you feel like you're giving and you're using these gifts. Like I feel like, yeah, just for everyone listening, just pay attention to what lights you up and what gifts are coming through. Because if you can like meld those two to create a really cool career not even a career but just something that you do I feel like it brings so much joy and purpose to your life yeah um okay that is so cool so when you 
are channeling or when you are doing this mediumship for people, is it these angels that come through that give a message to you on behalf of them? Or is it like that person's spirit guide coming through and talking to you? Or is it always like your like light team, like your like light council, whatever you call them? Um, it's really different actually every time. Um, sometimes they won't give their names, but they'll say, um, I'm an angel of the Lord or I'm an archangel of the Lord. Sometimes they will say their name. I'm Jehudiel or this is... Archangel of the Lord, uh, Zerachiel, or something like that, right? Where it's, um, but, but it's kind of, you know, it's hard for me because I still don't have all the answers. It's still um, somewhat of a mystery. I just um, kind of take it one, you know, one message at a time. Um, it's there are a lot of different angels that speak to me. Um, it's I have some of the same that are always there, but sometimes there'll be other ones that come through. So I've heard from quite a lot on uh, different, yeah, different angels. Um, so when it comes to other people, like sometimes I'll hear from ones that are speaking to them, but it's like, I don't know how to explain this. It's kind of difficult, but it's different every time. Yeah. Sometimes it's the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, Where, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even give their name. A lot of times they'll say um, that it would serve no purpose for us to, to give you our name. Just know that we are messengers of God and mm -hmm. that's how we should, we want to be known yeah. um, to sit and focus on our name or anything about us is trivial. It doesn't matter. And um, focus on God and this yeah. is the message from God. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And there's, there's, I think there is a hierarchy of things. I think there are, um, guides, there's angels, there's archangels, and I'm not sure who is always doing the talking or if it swaps back and forth or, you know, sometimes yeah. it's just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were saying that you have a couple that come frequently that are kind mm -hmm. of like, maybe you have, they have a familiar voice or something like that, that you know who mm -hmm. they are. Would you say that those are your guides? Like those are your spirit guides or is it just a couple of angels that communicate with you a lot? I, you know, I, I, want, I don't know for sure. So I, w I would be more inclined, I think, to say that there's a couple of angels that speak with me a lot. Um, I feel like I always do, just intuitively, I feel like I have um, a kind of a grouping of people that are always here. And even some of them never talk, but I can feel them slash sometimes see them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's different. Um, but yeah, I, I think especially because it's, you know, the focus isn't on them. So they're not trying to be like, woo, 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 like in my face. And, you know, it's a very subtle, peaceful, quiet thing. And they Sometimes never Sometimes like it's out of like the corner of your eye or something that you'll kind of oh, like yeah. see something. That's how it, it mm -hmm. is for me where I'm like the corner out of my eye. But if I like turn and give my attention to something, it's like not really there. But like I'll know that yeah. something is there. And it doesn't feel scary. It's just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's the surprising thing is I, ever since I was a kid, I was so afraid of, of like, <laughs> I always like, I always thought to myself, like, I swear if any, like, if my, like, my, cause my grandpa died or my grandma, it's like, if you come and appear next to my bed, like, I will punch you yeah. if that's possible. Like, I will be so mad. Yeah. Please don't ever, that will scare me so bad. I never, ever wanted to have any gifts. I don't want to hear from ghosts. I don't want to see them. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so it was kind of this. I, I never thought I would be somebody who would be cool with this at all. Yeah. But, um, but when, yeah, like the times when, and it, 
I heard first before I started seeing things. But um, when I started to see things, it was very subtle. It was like you would see little sparkles of things around mm-hmm. and little flashes of light almost. Yeah. And then and then you'd see something moving out of the corner of your eye and nothing's there. And it was, you know, like that. It was this very subtle and slow progression. Mm-hmm. So I don't think for me, I think God knows me. I mean, I know God knows me and I know that he's not going to be like, oh, hey, Dale, P.S. And then throw this like yeah. being in front of me and <laughs> right. Like, yeah, by the way, and like, he knows I would freak out. And so I think that it's never if it's a good thing, it's never going to feel uncomfortable. It's never going to feel scary. Well, I won't say that because even I was afraid sometimes um, due to lack of understanding. Yeah. Um, but but it will there will always be like a confirmation. You'll feel something that's like, you know, if it just feels dark and it really feels dark, just go with your gut, right? Um, and pray if you're scared. But yeah, it's definitely it started that way and then gradually progressed into being able to see forms of, of figures standing in front of me, movements of, you know, um, you know, these beings and, and things like that. And it's it's a cool thing, but I think it, yeah, I think it is a very gentle uh, progression. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. And I think, I mean, people always talk about like a veil, right? Like we mm-hmm. have this veil, so we can't see. But I, I've also because I, I have all these like I haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but all of these like gifts that I probably haven't tapped into yet, but like just little samples of that I can kind of like experience a little bit. And I remember asking right. one of my friends once, who's super in tune like how do I allow more and she's like you're your only block like you just have to like see you just have to like trust and like you're blocking you because you're so attached to like this reality instead of like waking up to what else is there you're you're so attached to like this for lack of a better word matrix right like but it's just like me that's blocking me I guess right yeah yeah but I think it is, it is, it's just like exercising the muscle and, and noticing things to be like, like, I feel like if you notice things, you're given more. So yeah, like noticing those like little sparkles and being like, like I can see some energy there. Right. Maybe yeah. it turns into this kind of like blurry orby kind of thing. And you're like, that's interesting, you know? So yeah, just yeah. kind of like noticing it, acknowledging it and you're given more. Right. I think that's definitely the case. And it, as I, I often call it, it is a muscle. It's working that muscle um, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. So angels always say that your mind creates your reality at every moment. It's, it's constantly, they showed me this image once of, um, it was like three pillars, right? They're almost like these, like, these like planks of wood, right? And there's three of them. The one in the center is the tallest. And on the, on that pillar, the middle one, that's the tallest, there's this crystal orb it's like a ball like a crystal ball completely see-through and these pillars are standing in a desert right and I'm like curious so I walk up to this thing and I'm looking at it and immediately what happens in the ball that's what the landscape turns into instantaneously and they're they're telling me what we're showing you is this is your mind's ability to create your reality what your what your Mm. mind's eye is seeing is immediately create like creating your surrounding area and you have the ability to control that at any moment you want you change what's in your mind's eye your reality will change wow. and so yeah and so a lot of that we've talked about with that fear that fear of like you know 
if I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to angels and in, in one moment I'm feeling like, wow, this is, so this is actually a perfect example. When I first started hearing them and I told my mom, she was really, really concerned. She was like, Dylan, I don't know that this is safe. I'm worried that you're not talking to who you think you are. Um, before I'd talked to her about it though, it was like, my life was like lit up by light. I felt comfort beyond belief. I felt like, you know, like peace and, and support from these people, these beings that were talking to me, claiming to be angels and telling me that like God is real, pray to God, like he will help you, you know? And I'm like, this is incredible. This is so beautiful and wonderful. And then I, I of course wanted to share it with my parents. And so, yeah, so telling my mom this, she was like, you need to know that, you know, there are darker things in life and that, you know, they would be able to trick you and, and whatever. And so I, I really don't trust this is what her opinion was. And in that moment, my perspective shifted. And suddenly I was seeing this as a really dark and scary thing. It was like, oh my gosh, you know. And that's when I was like, I mean, just my intention, my, my perspective of seeing this all as like this really terrible thing and feeling like angry at myself and whatever, it really turned things into a nightmare for me mm -hmm. because I was t now terrified of my own brain and my own gifts and angry at myself for having them and, you know, like scared that, you know, of a million things. And my, my mind could create 10 million fears to all of a sudden make my life a living hell. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, yeah, so when it took a long time to, to kind of learn and realize like, this is all my choice, how I, because originally this felt really good. And like I said, it took a while. It really came down to taking the advice they were giving me and seeing that it was actually it had was having a great impact on my life. And, you know, the results were amazing. But um, it is even still now I can I can shift that feeling in my mind for myself and go, oh, this isn't good. This is scary. You know, if I want to, I can. It, and the brain is that powerful. So it's something to always kind of be aware of, but. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Absolutely. I feel like yeah. the universe is constantly saying like, as you wish, as you wish, mm -hmm. as you wish. I'm like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So like people, because I have this background in like skincare and aesthetics and everything, people will message me all the time being like, I have acne. I've s struggled with acne for so, and I'm like, right. stop identifying with acne. It's like, as you wish, as you, you just like, yeah. don't, we're not like problem-based. Like don't identify with that. You're giving it too much energy, you know, like your yeah. acne, like if you have a flare up, it's trying to show you something, but like, stop, like stop giving yeah. your attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I love that. Wait, in that, I, cause I am curious now in that vision you had, what were the other two pillars? You said there, there was were nothing on them. I, you know, it's weird. Yeah. Cause everything is symbolic. It always is. And I'm not sure what, <laughs> what was going on with that. I, I know that it probably has some meaning. Um, but I, I don't always know. Like it, sometimes it takes a long time for me to kind of translate and understand. Mm -hmm. And I think there is probably a perfect term for everything, you know. Yeah. I'm sure something will come up later on that explains that. But. Absolutely. That is so cool. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. um, I have like one more quick question. When do you feel like you're most receptive? Like if people are – if mm -hmm. someone's listening to this and it's like pinging them and they're like, oh, my gosh, me too. Like this is me. This is so weird. Mm -hmm. And it's something that they want to <laughs> tap into. Like when do you feel mm -hmm. like you're most receptive when you can 
hear the most, feel the most, like sense the most Mm. and receive pure messages? Okay. Good question. I think, um, for me, I need to have peace and quiet. Number one, that's the biggest thing. I never, ever do a message. I can't. If there's commotion, other people in the room, or even like, even now, like I will literally go out into nature and sit like in a, in the grass and get these messages through. Um, because being in nature seems to help me a lot, like a lot, a lot. It's like high frequency. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It has like, you know, you have no disruption and you're just kind of tuning in. There's, it's almost like these satellite towers. There's no other signals coming in. So you're just this and, and the other, it's you and yeah. So essentially that's huge for me having that peace of quiet, but also, um, being in a meditative state of mind and being, it's when I'm fully accepting and loving myself, when my perspective toward the higher realms of heaven or God is really, really good. I'm in a good place and I'm feeling that love and I'm already setting that intention to let love kind of consume me, to fill me up. And I'm just kind of feeding that light within me. That's when the connection is definitely the clearest, the purest, um, it's when I'm struggling, if, when I'm angry, if there's a lot of commotion in my own mind, my, my thoughts are racing, and um, I've got worries and things like that, that, um, that it's a lot harder to connect. And a lot of it has to do with especially the mind, because you're hearing this outside source in way of like thought. It sounds like thought. So the biggest struggle for me in the beginning was to differentiate my own thoughts from the ones that were coming in. And once my mind learned how they spoke, because they do speak very archaically, it's, it's almost like how you would read in the Bible, like that's kind of how they talk. They have a very outdated way of speaking. And, and so once my mind learned and got used to that pattern, I would find it jumping in and finishing their sentences. Like I couldn't control it. And <laughs> So I had to be so careful about that. And um, when my mind is really quiet and at peace, that's when I know that I'm having the purest connection because it's just coming in and my mind's got no reason to be like, oh, like, mm-hmm. just jumping all over the place. So um, that's, I think that, and then on top of that, just literally it comes down to just the simplistic, you know, um, like, am I, am I happy? Am I healthy? Am I like, is my body feeling clean? My mind, am I feeding my mind good food? And like, have I had a full meal recently? Like it comes down to these really like getting daily exercise. It's, it's really as silly as it sounds. It's, it's just that simple, just keeping healthy and happy. That's the best thing I think that somebody could do. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Thank you. And honestly, Dylan, what I love about you is like I can feel so much like the purity of your message and just that like I love it. It bothers me when I feel like people are like the official on life and they have all the answers. And like I love that you're like I'm not perfect and I'm still learning. And yeah. and you're always like I want to be really careful that it's like not just me. Like I was filling in the rest of their message or like I've read stuff online and I want to make sure that like I'm just giving you what they've given me. Like I love that about you and I feel like it yeah, thank you. is a testament just to like 
the purity and truth of your message, which I love. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Something that I love that just came into my head, I was at this, I was hanging out with some friends yesterday and we were just doing like outdoor like painting and art and just talking. And it's a bunch of friends who we all are kind of interested in the same thing and we're all really open-minded. And there was a couple guys there who were, they were like Reiki trained and Reiki masters. And they were talking about this like life worth, life force energy that we all have this life force energy. And they were like, yeah. Think about if someone is like scratching your back and it feels so good and it's because they're giving you some of this life force life force energy that they have and like compare that to like if someone's scratching your back and they're kind of like on their phone and they're not into it and it doesn't feel good. You're just like, like stop. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't, I don't like that. But it's because yeah. it's not there. And they were saying when you're in this line of work of being like a light worker, it's hard not to give away your life force energy and if you're doing that you're so depleted at the end of the day just like Mm. but they're saying like when you tap into like the ultimate life force energy which is god which is source which is like love and light then it's you're not giving away yours so you're this just like open vessel for like Mm. giving and giving and giving so when you were saying just now that when you're in this place of just like you've been fed your vessel has been fed you're in a a place of just like peace and love and connection that it just comes Mm -hmm. through like beautifully right so I love yeah exactly and it is it is a lot about um especially with what I do it's it's you know I never make it about myself it's completely and and I I'm overjoyed to be able to be in this position to say like I'm in the service of God and I I provide his children with something that he wants to give them. And so that for me is like, I'm stoked to just be that conduit. Like I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Um, And so it is, it's that definite, like, it's just a wonderful thing. And I think I wanted, I wanted to just make a point, like labels are, they don't mean anything. Anybody can be a light worker. You're not just born and you have to have this like natural desire since you were little to get like there's you can read so many things online that's like oh these people were born as light workers like nah I think that's so silly I think anybody who's listening if if you want to be anything if you want to have gifts and you don't feel like you do if you want to um help people in whatever ways you can like there's always there's always a way to to help to bring light and you don't have to have some kind of label or have some extraordinary gift and um, or if you have a gift and you don't like you're like, oh, I want a better one than this or whatever, you know, like just accept yourself and know that you are comprised of light and you are capable of bringing that light wherever you go. Just being that pillar of light is a light worker and everybody has the capacity for that, mm-hmm. you know, I think so, too. And I think. Yeah. I think we're all gifted though. Like I'm, I feel like I always say like everyone's psychic. You just don't know it. Like if you were to like, if you were to like forget the reality that we're living and remember like how much spirit you are, like we're all psychic. Like you could tap into this like infinite source of wisdom and like you could channel anything like you're psychic. We just forget. Mm -hmm. And I think people also, they see other people's gifts and they know that they don't have that, but there's so much like people could be like, yeah clairvoyant or clairsentient or clairaudient like you could see something or you could feel something or you could hear something or there's so many senses like spiritual senses that you don't even know and it's usually what you naturally have you just don't give it credence because it's not what somebody else has well and like that's the thing what's so crazy is that had I not ever chose like if I had never sat down at that computer that day and decided to give it any credence and say like 
I'm just going to try just in case to see if this is anything. That moment changed the rest of my life. And it was one tiny little decision it, because what I was hearing before that, it wasn't this loud thing that was taking over my life. I could still function. I could still have conversations with people, go to work. It was just this mild, very quiet, like snippets of words every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I, I could have gone the rest of my life never have thinking, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's this, that's what, and I feel the exact same way you do is, I think that there are so many people, if not everyone who has, I know that everybody has a purpose here. I firmly mm-hmm. believe that. Um, there's got to be, and we all have intuition to use, there's got to be something I think that opens that door for you. And hopefully I can be that something today mm-hmm. um, for whoever it's, you know, but um, my advice with that is just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> always make make sure that God is the the uh, main important thing with with those kinds of things and mm-hmm. um, and when diving into it, I, I guess so. Absolutely, I think so yeah. too. Yeah, and I think like a lot of people I know, especially people who have left religion, they have a hard time with the word God just because they mm-hmm. have all of this like there's just a lot of like heaviness to it and so for people who message me that like because I feel cool with like I like I love God I feel cool with God but for people that message me I'm like just replace the word for something else that like replace it with love you know like move like move in the direction of love like just like keep moving toward love keep moving toward love like whatever you need God to be like yeah God can be that um okay one more quick question um Mm -hmm. So do you do this kind of work for other people? So people listening that maybe want a reading from you, if that's possible, how do they contact you? Yeah, so um, I have an email and an Instagram account for what I do. And the email is elodeasm at gmail.com. I would say that that's my preferred um, way of getting contact okay and I'll yeah I'll put all this in the show notes as well so people can contact you but what's the Instagram account um I believe well I'll have to look that up (laughs) yeah okay cool Um, I'll give you the I'll give it to you maybe after um yeah that's yeah I'll put it I'll put it in the notes okay beautiful yeah okay so you have a message that you've been given for the collective cafe binge listeners so whoever's listening to this this message is for you that dylan has channeled through for you so yeah Um, so um i wanted to just express beforehand that um in this message there's going to be times where this like i'm speaking it i'm saying this i'm reading this message out loud none of it was written by me um, it's simply something that I heard and wrote down. So when the when the speaker says I, it's not I, Dylan. It's I, the angel that's speaking, right? And just really quickly, I think this is cool because Dylan and I had been talking for a while and I was going to have her give a message for me just because I'm pretty open to be like, you guys can hear my stuff. But I thought it was cool that she's like, I tried three times and I only got a message for the collective. So if you guys are listening to this today, like know that you're meant to hear it and it's absolutely for you. So trust the and like the energy that you feel, trust the vibes. And like if you get any pings, like just sparks of intuition, trust it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it is, it is a longer message. So yeah. bear with me. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. So, all right. This message is intended to bring hope 
It is intended to fill you up, to lighten your load, to fill your arms with joy and gleeful feeling. I am writing you this message with an invitation to feel as loved as you possibly can, knowing that God loves you, that he placed you here for a reason. That reason might fill your head with doubt. It might make you question yourself, who you are becoming, and for what purpose. It may even have you questioning yourself at every turn. It is for this reason I now ask you to turn your attention inward toward your own inner knowingness, a knowingness that can be tuned into at any given moment, as long as you ask yourself to be tuned into it. This message is being written by a scribe of my choosing who I give permission to share its contents freely. I am the author of this narrative and my name meaning is my calling for which I shall eloquently describe for you now as it was seen by God as important for me to do so. I am the Archangel Metatron who presides over most living angels of the Lord. I am a high archangel governing over speech and arithmetic it is my name meaning that my overall presence shall be felt and spiritually accepted. I am a loud and boisterous spirit, though my delicate and soft, soothing nature can be felt quite profoundly. I am young and old and quite thoughtful about my expressions, for which I am made old through, but with young characteristics that may be seen as childish. Both playful and jovial and laughable by admission, my laugh is infectious, for which I am told is undeniable by my own companions I tarry with. Being that I am both wise and elderly and young and playful, I may perhaps benefit most of whom I speak with, being that I can relate to you at any given point in your life or experiential journey. I now aim my attention toward the center of your being, that is your soul God created you with, and ask that you look within and ponder for a moment or two about what your purpose may look like who you are really becoming. The answer to that question might take some time to sort out, but the struggle to find it is well worth your while to get through. I invite you in our arranged speech to be fulfilled by our correspondence, to be truly in appreciation of yourself as well as your soul's purpose. I invite you to feel uplifted by our speech as our ways of delicately appreciating you from this distance is of most importance in our eyes that you are acknowledging that facet of our exchange will prove to be even more important as we go along. Let us remark on what individual talents you may possess. Even though some of you might think of yourselves as talentless, it might benefit you to know that our eyes can see through your captivating spell of reluctance to see your own special talents. Know that our eyes see much more than you realize you are capable of. It is without the necessary skills you would need in order to view your own inner landscape and the beauty that it is that you might have failed to recognize your own innate talents. Any personal beliefs that do not line up with this facet of truth should be looked at twice as long as you might have previously thought necessary. I want to remind you that I am an angel of God, which means I tell the truth earnestly. I do not deviate from the truth no matter the circumstance, nor do my eyes betray me when I see who you are. I am without fault in this message. I present you with the honest emotions I feel when I tell you these things. The struggle to feel like an outcast in today's world is an incredibly real struggle that most of you face. I am here today to remind you that God's love is totally capable of loving who you are. He made you to be the one and only you. I look down at each of you with love in my eyes for certain members of this society would be greatly appreciative of my remarks on this subject. 
to know they need not worry themselves about being accepted. It is with God you stand most supreme, and in his honorable wisdom he holds you accountable for nothing. Accept yourself as God has made you to be accepted. I want to bring your attention uh, I want to bring to your attention the powerful light I possess, which allows me to see through you, which again allows me to bring your awareness back to yourself. My eyes have gifts between them, which grants me access to seeing both backward and forward in time simultaneously. Therefore, I am able to presently speak on both at once, using each time frame interchangeably within one sentence or dictation. It is with my eyes I define you as a member of God, who chose you to participate with this message knowing that it would serve your purpose later on down the road. Understand that the eyesight I possess gives me the ability to hear your thoughts, which shows me how to dictate this message to better fit your needs as I go along. It would be well worth your while to correctly assume that angels of God do communicate with you, though you may know it not. We do this by communicating our thoughts through your mind and again by sending signals to glance at the clock at a very certain moment or feel a slight push or tug on your shoulder to move you out of the way of danger. We may even show you the truth when your eyes need to see it by grabbing a hold of the mind's eye and pointing it in a certain direction. When we communicate with you, most of the time it would not be picked up by your ears, but that it would be a sensation that you pick up on, a heart movement a peaceful moment you share with others. It may be that a message will sing through your mind, directing, guiding, leading you away from painful experiences that show no use or value to your life lessons. You might experience a powerful presence to be with or a feeling of close comfort when I'm nearby. You may hear our thoughts from time to time when songs pop into your mind seemingly out of the blue or you smell roses for no particular reason. Another way you might recognize our close contact is in noticing small situations that seem big to you. In your heart, you can tell when something has meaning around it. Some might have experiences in noting down an expression of three numbers in a row that signifies a powerful presence is nearby. Any numeral equations or sequences you have managed to glance at have a hefty weight to them, pointing you in a roundabout way to being more on your own path in life. By doing more research on what these numeral equations mean or stand for, you can expand on something you may not have noticed as a motivational tool to get you going again and see you through the coming day. These configurations are loosely set up within gravi gravity's alignment. By acknowledging the number equations and their meaningful message, your mind will open up to a whole new set of possibilities just waiting for you. We tie together pieces of knowledge that we want you to grasp by getting your attention to move a little to the left or the right, just in time for you to notice something appear to make use out of. If a sign hits you on the head, pay close attention to its contents. Riddles may look easy to solve when there is a sign giving you the answers you need to solve them. These angels we are will be at your side leading and directing you, guiding you on your journey where love can abound and happiness can be felt from within yourself. For to shower you with blissful feeling is what God and his holy angels of heaven do best. We now have something to say on the subject of hardships. That which you feel is hard to let go of. Let God soothe your troubles and let angels be at your service to remind you that not all hope is lost. That it will eventually work out in your favor as long as you have the motivation to work through what struggles you are facing. And remind yourself to find hope in God's love. 
Remind yourself to be brave and to feel beautifully blessed in knowing that all angels have eyes on you and won't let you go astray. When you ask for the help you need, God will provide you with a team of angels who are ready and willing to help. We open maps to direct you toward God's love and healing light. Save yourself the worry, doubt, shame, grief, or otherwise any negative emotion that you might feel in your daily living. Go to God when the going gets tough. He will bring relief when you need it. Our God is a powerful presence who will release you from any reason to feel blame for not having the road map handy or likewise steering yourself away from his love and light. There is only one all-powerful presence in this existence. His powerful presence is called God, the almighty creator who loves each individual person he made, whose powerful presence overlooks any problematic circumstance your mind could make up. He is the all-powerful deity with heavenly hands who created the natural human and the earth around him. He is the creator of all life, who has love for each individual man and woman, and the love he shares is eternal. It is with judgments cast aside he looks at you lovingly and truthfully in awe at the spiritual presence he made you to be. There is truth in the ideology that man must work through challenges in his daily living. He must be put through challenging setbacks in order to grow and know more about himself. Who he once was will no longer be who he is at the end of his life. God decides on who faces what challenges and will decide on what challenges you must see through on your own. Now, there are many facets to a human's personality. He who shows love and kindness to another will be given love in return. He who does not show love will have hate to blame for his undeniable sense of remorse. For those who turn around and see the sun that God created shine down on the world beneath him, to know it as a reminder of the light we each possess and for the love that God made us to have, who then readily reaches within themselves to hand it out, love unconditionally will be they who truly understand what love and happiness can be. What love can do for people is miraculous. Let this message soothe you underneath what baggage is left to sort out. It is without fault I find anyone who does not give this message a chance to uplift their spirits and soothe their wounds and and sores. Faultlessness is guaranteed in the eyes of the Lord who finds you faultless in all your daily activities. Even now as you write this message down or hear it played back to your ears or share it with friends who could use this message to lean on, the Lord finds you faultless for not making time to live up to the example portrayed in this message. We find you faultless because in our eyes, God's example proves to us that his creations are faultless by design. He made you magnificently beautiful and undeniably gifted in your own way. It is my own eyes that capture the evidence of his love within you. In our our eyes, all creation is much the same, which means it would be a mistake for you to see yourself as less than, unlovable, or unwilling to accept yourself. Remember, you were created in his image. You resemble his own likeness, even when you are mistakenly told you do not. God put two eyes in front of you for a reason. To question his love is out of character for any one man or woman who resembles his likeness but does not believe in his love. He who requests to have help shall receive it, no matter what color of skin you own, whose belief system you belong to, or likewise what spiritual traditions you were raised with. God will provide you with everything you need in life and will never leave your side unless you ask him to, which is not for the faint of heart, to be totally honest with you. 
All you need to do is ask for help when you need it, and help shall be delivered, because what God sees in your eyes is precious to his heart. It is true that while I do not have access to a human form with thinking brain intact, I still do feel pain you are in. My heart hurts for the people who are so low with exhaustion that they feel unnecessarily unworthy in the eyes of God. I know the struggles you face daily, and my eyes can see sorrow between your two pupils. I may not know your own struggles in the same ways as you have been made to know them, but I, un- but I do understand the meaningful reasons you have to look away from the light, to treat God as if you know him not, to treat yourself as an outcast who shows little to no care for the world around you. If I had been put through most of the afflictions that you have been challenged with overcoming, I might not say the same to myself as I am telling you now. Keep hoping for change. Learn to love and be an example for others to follow. Let the light in and be kind to yourself. It would be difficult to be you in this situation, and that I am well aware of. But if I were you, if I had any idea whatsoever that God is real and that he loves me, the choice would be easy, and I would not fail to recognize his devotion to my needs in all situations. That is why I choose to share this message with you and hope and pray for a second chance to bring you back into alignment with the Holy One who is at your side in a moment's notice whether you believe you have wronged him or done a disservice to mankind. Don't let self-doubt stand in your way. No matter what choices have been made, God allows you to breathe lightly and know it is in his eyes you are faultless. By following his example, you agree to love all others, even if the crimes they commit are atrocious to you. You set the example to love all others as Christ did. Tend toward the nature of Jesus and prove to the world you know what love is and can happily accept it as a gift. I grant you now with the formula of my making to have a peaceful personality to be in tune with. Okay, I grant you now with the formula of my making to have a peaceful personality to be in tune with. A good formula to rearrange yourself with a happy as a happy person entails a smiling face to wake up to. And keep in mind that the light produced by a smiling face is infectious by its nature to bring happiness around wherever it goes. Start your day, start out your day smiling, even if the smile feels forced, it will eventually guarantee a happy outcome. The next best thing you can do is to recharge your batteries by listening to powerful music that puts you in a good mood, provokes your mind to dance and sing. Music that inspires you to love who you are becoming and treasure the moment as you are in it. If you can dance and sing when no one is around, then move to the rhythm and open your heart to feel the love that is within all, all within all. We want to remind you that we angels are in charge of putting songs in your mind to listen to at the exact right moment you need it. Um, If you hear a song in your head, I ask that you listen to it when you do hear it appear and let its message soak in as a soothing reminder that the angels of God are near you, protecting you from harm watching out for your needs, listening to your worries and woes, and lending a hand to your dreams becoming a reality. Now, another thing you can do to recharge your batteries is to let your worries and doubts be heard by God and allow his hands to remove them or likewise put them in a position to be undesirable to pay attention to. If you need more time to pray and have no allowance for it in your daily schedule, let us remind you that God will sort out what concerns your mind has when you make the intention to pray to him even if it means in your mind's eye that the intention is set for God to hear your worries and strife and allow his hands to do the mighty job of releasing these burdens from your mind. 
God will never lead you astray or hurt you, nor will he betray your trust. He has only the purest of intentions for all people alike, children included. God will not betray your trust. He might only make you struggle enough to help you grow or see things through a different way. To use judgment to call on him when the answers are needed. He might use your mind to practice skills that you are incapable of using unless struggle played a part in it. He might, use, he might make use of you by letting your mind betray you for a little while with the purpose of letting you figure it out in your own time. By forcing you to use your own strengths to conjure up the grit and tenacity to learn from your own mistakes and use them as tools to succeed in life. If God handed over all the answers as easily as they come when they are allowed to, you would not see progress in yourself, nor would hope nor prayer be given the same satisfaction when he does grant you the answers you are looking for after you have worked hard to have the answers revealed just when you needed them. All of the answers shall be given to you as long as you do the work it takes to make use of them and ask yourself not to be afraid to turn to God who made you turn to him in times of need. All of life's riddles have an answer to be uh, an answer book to be searched through, and it is found in some part of you who knows the best way to answer them. You are God's creation, therefore you show his love with each breath you take. Each heartbeat that echoes through chambers and valves to get through you is his love replenishing you from the inside out. To be useful to you in this message, my hope is that when it does rain, it quickens the breath you have to hold on for dear life. Go to God when the going gets tough and then search for the answers where God has hidden them. That is within your own meaningful heartbeat, your soul center for which all answers are found. To be given the answers is to be filled by his love. And all the answers you need are inside of yourself and are given freely by the creator who made you to be perfectly pure, free of guilt, accountable for no action you could take against yourself or your fellow man as it was part of the process you agreed on to live and gain the experience you needed to be the person you are today. Mistakes are a must, and if you gain a body and become a human, sorry, it says mistakes are a must if you gain a body and become a human. We want you to know that you are free of guilt and shame and worry, and contemplation to take your own life should be looked at very seriously, for in the eyes of the Lord, You are faultless, and any reason you might have to give up and go home early would be a sad mistake in his eyes. You are the key holder to the only door you need, and that door is yourself. For where there is God's love, there is you, and where you are, there is God's love. To be given this lock and key method of retrieving yourself from within the soul center while keeping your mind at bay is to be given all the answers in the test booklet of your life. Let the light shine from your eyes and go to God when you need helping. He wants you to use your own grit and tenacity to find the answers from within yourself. There will be times when your spirit has been crushed by the complexities of life. You might feel too trampled over to get the energy back up to do the digging on your own. That is when God's love showers down on your head and reveals all the answers you need to continue on living. It will be easy enough to tell you now that the fastest way to a happy life is by giving up the goose chase, throw away the test and the answer sheet, and live how it pleases you most. The answer is easy to come by. There being no answer is easier yet. Now it pleases me to speak to you on health, as that matters most if a spiritual body cannot sustain itself without the human form it belongs to. 
taking care of yourself, such as having healthy eating habits, enjoying an aerobics class, or taking care of your oral hygiene or caring for your mind's temple within the soul's complex is much the same as you showing God who loves you, how much you appreciate this body you have, and appreciate the tools he has placed within your reach to use to treat it well. You are God's creation, and that's what makes, that's what makes you special in our eyes, and in his own, you are magnificent. What God's love can do for you is enough to prove you are capable of making it through this entire journey in one piece, saving the best for last in a heavenly home of God's love. You are here to journey through life and find the one thing that brings you joy most of all, and that joy will be found when your true calling becomes relevant. It does not matter what your true calling entails or what other people think of it. What matters is your strength to provide yourself with the courage to go after it and to reach when it is within your grasp. No matter how long you spent training for this position or that, you still should hold yourself responsible for not getting too swept away with daily living to remember there are dreams to chase after. It makes no difference in our eyes how long it takes you to reach for your dreams because old age can realign itself for a purpose to pursue, which means whichever path you take to find that purpose, even if it took longer than you expected it to, it will always be there for you waiting to grab hold of it. It is now time that we end this message with a first, I, I don't know what this word is, I'll have to ask him, but with a something emotion and a feeling of love, high hopes, and a, and a future prosperity. We wish you well on this journey that is life and conclude this message in God's honor and in his name. Amen. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Wow, that was beautiful. I was like taking notes of things. Um, Okay, first, I like, because this wasn't my message, this was our message, but I full on got like shiver, like goosebumps and like tears in my eyes when you said it was Archangel Metatron because that's the one I always go to. Which is so weird because I don't even know how I know about him. Like, I don't know where that came from. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times when I'm working with, like, anything from, like, just automatic writing to, like, maybe, like, angel, like, oracle cards to anything, I always call upon Metatron, which is so weird. So that's cool that that came up. Um, Another thing that I loved was when it – you had said when you smell rose maybe like a year ago when I was going through this process of like I guess it was been over a year but just like awakening and I was getting all of these like angel messages rose kept coming up and I thought it was so weird and I didn't know where it was coming from but like I remember I had like looked on my bathroom countertop and I had I had purchased all of these products and like Probably six of them were like rose water things. It was so weird and I didn't know where it was coming from, but it was this like rose scent. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. There's a gift too. There's there's one gift that people have that can be in combination with other ones, but one of them is literally being able to smell um, like things from another realm and because that uh, happens to me, I'll wake up in the night and I'll smell something. <laughs> that happened last night where I woke up and I smelled sawdust or something. Mm-hmm. It was something very woodsy. I didn't know if it was sawdust or like it was just so interesting. But yeah, that yeah. Was and crazy. that's when I first started hearing from them. It was I would smell these different floral scents and yeah. I knew when they would like where they were standing because I could smell like strong hint of like lavender in my face or like lilacs or something or oh like, you know, yeah. And, and it's interesting. I don't know. It's it's 
something I don't have a lot of experience with, but it was definitely like telling. And you know, when it happens, it's like you get this strong, like perfumey smell, and you're like, where is that coming yes. from? Yeah. Like, no, dude, that's your guy. Like, <laughs> that's your person. <laughs> it's Somebody. So cool. Yeah. So yeah. The, the rose thing like struck me. And then the next thing was I see angel numbers all of the time, like all of the mm-hmm. time. And it started out with me with 111 and 1111. Like, When I first, I didn't even know what it was. Like I just, and it was kind of like what you were saying when you would hear something and then later you would like read about it in scripture and you'd be like, what? It was like that. Like I just saw them everywhere and it was the weirdest thing. Like I'd pause my music to just do something and look down and be like one, 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 one. Like, yeah. Or like, um, like anywhere it like came in very bizarre ways and it wasn't this thing that I was making up but it got to be so much that I just googled it once like why am I seeing one 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 everywhere you know and that's when like the angel number things came up and um and I think people think it's just this like silly thing because I'll kind of post about it on Instagram and people are like well like if you want to see a blue car you'll see blue cars or you know but I'm like no this isn't this is this is nothing I asked for, but it happens all of the time where I'll be mm-hmm. it'll be like eight 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 or three 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 or five five five. And it four. just keeps going. It doesn't stop. It no. gets more complex. Like it gets and, and more in ways you couldn't always. even make up. So it's really interesting, Dylan, because yeah. Yeah. you started talking about angel numbers. I'm not even kidding, because I have a recording going right now and I looked up at it and it was one 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 four four. Like yeah. <laughs> as you like as you talked about it, like I looked up and I like literally wrote down the numbers one 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 four four. I don't know what the numbers are going to be when people are listening to this, just because of like editing or I don't know how it'll change. Yeah, it, but yeah. it was so interesting. Like, right when <laughs> I you think said our it, even, yeah, yeah. Like our I think our first email didn't you say that it was? I think I, I sent, sent it. it a one or some one so one of us sent it at one 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 one. Yes, I'm like that was bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but like yeah. yeah, so everyone listening just like. Just notice, like notice all of the things that are coming because I think that like divinity like is trying to communicate with us at all times. Mm-hmm. And so it could be through numbers or smells or songs. Songs is another one that happens to me all of the time. And sometimes oh, I'll like yeah. say a prayer and I'll and I'll like ask for a message and then I'll turn on my shuffle on my like on my phone and just whatever song comes up it's like always spot on like I or just yep. like a song will come to me it's bizarre how it happens so that's the most impactful oddly enough it's gonna sound super weird coming from somebody who can like literally hear from angels but the most impactful moments I've received other than like just that feeling of God when it's like you know just warming you up and and that comfort is like moments when I hear a song and I'm like I don't know what that song is but I I think I've heard it before so I can kind of look up some of the lyrics and I pull it up on YouTube and it hits me and it's like literally line by line is explaining everything I'm going through and you can just that feeling of like this is there's no doubt in your mind you know what I mean and it's it's just purely loving and supportive always like that that moment where music comes into play and they send you messages through that for me is one of the coolest and most impactful and memorable for me like Mm -hmm. and and just just the power and like song and frequency like like sound like people Mm -hmm. always I think there's an Einstein quote when he talks about frequency he's like in the beginning there was just like light and sound you know Mm -hmm. of like whatever that was the big bang like they say that it started with a sound you know yeah it's like there's music of the universe yeah yeah they talk about um they even told me once that 
um, that there have been left healing tools on the earth for people to use. And one of them that they talked about was frequencies. Mm-hmm. They talked about, you know, like, in, like for instance, let's say that you're disciplining your child. And I don't have a child, so I, I don't know what that's like. But they're saying, so for a parent who has um, a young one who is misbehaving, like, what, you know, where does your mind go to try to discipline this kid to try to, try to get it to behave differently? You know, and a lot of people go to punishment, you know, and grounding and whatever. They said one of the best and easiest ways to change a person's mood, behavior, thoughts, even um, sound frequencies. Frequencies of sound are can be utilized in a, in a really big way. Um, so for children, you know, to play these frequencies for, you know, little ones that are acting up, you know, to calm them down, like that's mm-hmm. something apparently you can do. And I have never tried that uh, with a little kid or whatever. But I know for myself, I looked into it after they said this to me, I was like, what? You know, as so I went online, and I'm just looking up like sound frequencies. Well, lo and behold, there's YouTube channels dedicated to this. Like, this is already a thing. It's like binaural like, beats, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea, and I was blown away. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. So, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Oh, and yeah, and I feel like like the witness of something precedes, like, the information that you're giving or given. It's like you'll hear this thing, this information you're given, and then later – it's like there's a witness of it, of like, you know, of like, yeah, yeah it's already out there. There's like hurts, all these like hurts frequencies for like yeah. healing different things or like I know behind me I have like a crystal bowl that I play that it's all about like healing like the crown chakra. You know, like it's yeah. it's so real yeah. and it's bizarre, but it's <laughs> it's like the realest thing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And that was one thing in that message that I really liked from them. They said, you know, when something is big for you, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a small moment and it nobody else needs to even experience it like you just know when something feels big and important like pay attention to those mm-hmm. those are these like road signs right and um and so it's kind of like I just loved that because there was so many moments in life when there was like almost a fork in the road there was a choice for me something happened I saw repeating numbers over and over again and it was like okay you know, I could say, yeah, it's the blue car thing. It's like, I'm thinking about, you know, it's happened a couple times. And now it's, you know, on my mind. And I happen to like, pick up my phone and turn it on at this, like, every time it says the same number, like, odd, but I could to kind of like downplay it if I, if I really thought about it, you know, but there's also a different route, which is this feels significant in some way. Something feels like it's happening here. Mm-hmm. And it's that gut feeling of just uh, something I know, like I feel something here. Mm-hmm. Um, those choices, like I kept making the choice hesitantly, but like I kept making the choice, like I want life to be more magical. Mm-hmm. Like if I have this feeling, I would rather go with that than just live in this mundane thing where I'm downplaying everything and it's like everything's like gray it's like you know and and that's the one thing too is life can be a whole lot more magical it is it's it's this universe is filled with wonder and I I feel like yeah it's um something that there's just so many cool things that people are so unaware of that are happening all the Mm -hmm. time it's a wonderful thing yeah and I think the more you expand into it and the more you like just give it awareness and attention and acknowledge it, the more 
it expands and the bigger your universe becomes of like what is possible yeah. and what kind of magic is out there because I'm the same like I'm like life can be so insanely magical and like I can't even like like the miracles that have happened in my life or just like all of this insane magic I'm like I could never make it up like ever 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 because yeah. it's too insane yeah yeah and that's the cool thing is that like those small little decisions I made to kind of pay attention to moments of small significance and um, led to my life changing from this really like just boring existence to this life filled to the brim with like joy and excitement and fun and like you know there's just layers and layers of complexity which turns out to be all very simple it's all, <laughs> all very simple but so cool and yeah it's I don't know that's just it's not right or wrong either way. I just think for me, that was definitely something that opened me up to my gifts was being able to see significance in those smaller things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for being on (laughs) the podcast. This was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for for people. Yeah. I'm excited for people to listen and to hear your story and to, yeah, experience some of this medicine. So yeah, I will put yeah. all your information in the show notes. I'm sure people will want to, will want to be in contact with you, but I loved cool. having you on and I loved meeting you. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I You're loved welcome. it. Yeah. You're welcome. Right. And just adding, yeah, anything we can do to like add more like truth and light and love out there. Like I like, I'm here for it. So I'm happy. Yeah. So thank you. I feel the same way. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is an awesome opportunity to so you're welcome well we'll talk to you soon okay all right sounds good okay, we'll see, see you later and that's a wrap thank you so much for listening to the cafe binge podcast until next time may you notice all the wonderful beautiful binge worthy parts of your day squeeze out every last drop taste them cherish them because life was meant to be beautiful Find me at cafebinge.com or on Instagram at cafebinge.